Hey, everybody. On our podcast, we talk about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And I'm Mark Marcello, a director, choreographer, actor, and writer. And this is Made Made in in Hollywood. Hollywood. Today on our podcast, we're going to be talking about the comedy of YouTube comments. And how our latest predictions have rocked the stock market. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) And today, we'd also like to wish a happy birthday to Mindy Kaling. (laughs) It's all here on Made in Hollywood. Oh, man. Stop coughing, you COVID victim. It's not even COVID. Something has, I think something like flew into my throat. I think it was some dust and I like just feel it in my throat. I feel like you should just move through it and feel all the feels with it. I'm trying to feel all the feels so I can just get through it. They say when you're going through hell, you got to just keep going. You just got to keep, you got, you got to use this someday. You're going to need to use this. Okay. I (laughs) feel you. I don't know exactly. So just enjoy it, man. I'm trying to enjoy enjoy it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, how you doing, Mark? I'm good. 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 You sent me a comment that we got on a short film that you and me had done together a while ago called uh, Curse of the Unkissable Kid. Yes. Um, so uh, give us a little backstory on Curse. Uh, backstory on Curse. Well, it's actually where I met you um, was, on, <laughs> yeah. was when I auditioned for Curse of the Unkissable Kid. It's essentially about a, a boy. He gets a curse gets put on him where he's like starting to disappear. And he has to find is it that he has to find true love's kiss in order to in order to like not be disappearing anymore that is exactly right so okay let me tell it okay i think you're the director i think you're gonna do a better job (laughs) than me so this 13 year old boy decide he goes to a carnival he's being chased by a bully he's trying to get away from the bully he slips into a gypsy's tent who then takes all of his money and gives him um a potion gypsy played by lee merriweather Ah, the wonderful Lee Merriweather. Mm, We love her. We love. Mm -hmm. And I will always love Lee. Um, And, but what he doesn't do is read the fine print of this potion, which unless he can find true love's kiss, he will disappear forever. Mm -hmm. So he goes on a journey of finding his true love's kiss. Yeah, and I play the the boy looking for true love's kiss. And spoiler alert, uh, he they set up a kissing booth at the carnival, and they don't find the kiss. And finally, a boy walks up, and he yeah, the, the kid, two boys kiss, and then he doesn't. He's not disappearing anymore. He comes back into full existence. Exactly, and then it turns into a musical. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So anyhow, uh, we this short for whatever reason is very popular on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we get very po- almost seven million views on it. Yeah. So we get wonderful comments and really mean comments. You know, just depending on what how people uh, feel. Yeah. Some people love it. Some people really hate it. <laughs> really hate <laughs> really, it. Really, really hate it. Um. But we got a special comment from someone who calls themselves backwards girl. And we, I just thought we should share. We have to share. Mark sent me this a few days ago, and I was dying laughing. Now, it's kind of hard to read. I think Mark's going to read it uh, for us. But it's hard to read because there's no um, periods or commas. It's really one long run-on sentence. And it starts in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Um, but I think you should give it a, a go. Okay. This is from Backwards Girl. 
And it all started when me and my mom was eating McDonald's together and there was this boy named Sean. I was kind of shy at first, but he said to me that I got pretty eyes. I was like, aw, thank you, as my face turned red. And as me and he asked me, what's my name? So I told him, he is a stranger and I'm not allowed to give my name to strangers and I'm not allowed to talk to strangers. So my mom, aw, now it's Addie. And a few minutes later... When me and my mom, <laughs> 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 and a few minutes later, when me and my mom left McDonald's, my mom gave Sean my phone number. So at first I was like, no. So then was like, okay, go ahead. So after that, he hugged us and said, thank you. And it was the happiest day of my life because I always wanted to have a boyfriend. And now I finally got one. So I thought, and every time Sean saw me, he would run up to me and hug me, which that <laughs> made me so many think, spelling errors. So many spelling. So I am I'm sounding those out for you, <laughs> which that made me think he liked me. Think he liked me the same way I liked him, and he had all my hopes build up until one day when my mom and my sister got to looking up about him on Facebook and they was talking about him over the phone and Sarah had my mom to take it off speakerphone so I wouldn't be able to hear which was kind of rude but I downloaded a spy app without them knowing so I can listen to my mom's conversation and her conversation both at the same time and I was shocked and devastated what I heard and so the next day when I first woke up my mom said to me hey Addie come in the living room I got some news I want to tell you it's about Sean so I asked her what about Sean this is the first end of the sentence question mark <laughs> let's breathe in this <laughs> so she told me he is gay my heart break into more pieces than Humpty Dumpty had a great fall and I ran my room crying on my pillow he broke my heart and I was falling for him and so now I feel stupid for doing so because when a boy hugs me I take it as them liking me as a girlfriend and to all the people in the world who thinks I broke my own heart no that's bullshit and I don't even make any sense how can you break your own heart question mark breathe <laughs> but anyway i did not break my own heart he broke my heart by acting all lovey-dovey on me and then boom he don't like girls in a romantic why here's what don't make sense to me if he don't like girls then why was he hugging on me and loving on me for question mark and well, I'll tell you one thing. I haven't seen him since the drive-thru and I hope I never see that mother again because I hate him now and I don't want nothing to do with him and Sean is nothing but a loser son of a heart heart breaker. I'm going to get revenge on Sean for him <laughs> breaking my heart. I know witchcraft. And so I wish I never met the crackpot old fool bastard. And another thing, there's was this other boy. His name was also Sean. <laughs> and because of his name, I rejected him. Yes, I know it don't make sense. And I know it's not fair, but I had to do it. And the reason why I rejected that Sean, because his name reminded me of the other Sean which made me very upset so that's why I rejected him well here's the thing I was actually going to tell him I did change my mind 
but by the time I was going to, I was already too late. If I knew his phone number, I would call him and I would tell him I did change my mind, but I didn't know his phone number, so I got a hold of his mom, so I told her to tell her son I changed my mind, but that's when she told me he's already dating someone else. I just hung up the phone and started crying. He shouldn't have moved on and got a girlfriend. When I see her, I want to have a serious talk with both of them and use my witchcraft and do hypnotize him to be my boyfriend permanently and put a hex on her. <laughs> the end. It's so ridiculous. It's so much. I feel like somehow we're going to have to like cut p- pieces of that together because it's so freaking much. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. I feel like um, the short film somehow has triggered her. (laughs) Um, She seems like she sort of identifies with, or she's relating to the character that um, Liv plays. Oh, Liv Southern. To some degree. Whom we love. Whom we love. Um, But it seems like she's somehow relating to her. And she's like, oh, I feel like I was that girl. Because they like had, they, that you like in the film, you kind of feel like my character and her character are going to get together, but they don't. And he ends up, and my character ends up kissing the guy so maybe she was like oh this just reminds me of this situation that happened to me and she clearly has mm, some issues she had some flashback there she had like some (laughs) intense flashback (laughs) um and she felt she like she needed to tell everybody um (laughs) i actually really enjoy reading these comments because i mean while some of them really kind of put you over the edge uh, some some of them are really really sweet and like it seems like the short film has really touched them in yeah. some way and then there's the other ones that you know are mean and they're really hateful and it's crazy how ha- hateful like some of them are but what what's interesting is the like nice ones are like so nice and they outweigh all the mean ones they really do but but you like you read you'll read like 20 nice ones in a row and then you get to like one mean one and it's like it ruined it like somehow it like just it like everything all that good feelings you were feeling before from reading the nice ones all of it like goes away and you like you just it like it gets so much worse when you read that just one bad one yeah it, it really stay, outweighs it it stays with you and it, it's it stays like, with you and then all the nice ones leave yeah, like in your mind yeah. they all go away and all you can think of is what this one person said that was like mean i think it's interesting that that people don't really seem to get the idea that that like someone created this or a movie like you you know somebody makes a movie and and you know it takes a long time to make a movie it takes a lot of work people don't understand how much work it, it is to to make a movie yeah and when so then you put it out and it's basically like it's basically like, guys, if you were to like go into a packed coliseum and just like rip all your clothes off and then, you know, do a little dance that yeah. you made up all your own and maybe made a speech that you've been wanting to make since high school. And like, yeah. like basically just think about like tearing off your skin and, and, and like exposing your entire insides. That's what making movies is like yeah. when you put it out there for an audience. So it's it, it actually really stays with you. When it really does. S- when someone says, like, oh, I hate this. What a piece of crap. I can't believe I yeah, just watched this. people are this. so, like, uh, like, on the internet, like, <sighs> people brutal. are so brutal. Like, they're faceless. 
So yes. they, they don't feel like any shame in saying anything. Yeah. They will say absolutely anything. It's it's kinda of, it's kinda of ridiculous. But I mean I mean what are you meant to do? You can't there's not much you can do. You have you no just have, control. You have to here. make peace with it to some degree. I mean yeah. the facts are like at least in our case, there are so many like it seems like so many people are touched by our by our like our film. Like yeah. it really does. Like I read so many like really, really nice ones and they say, Oh my gosh, I rewatch this all the time and it's like they love it so much. One person said um that as far as like gay short films go this is like this is like in their like one their like top favorite one and that's like so that's like that's really nice there was somebody who uh this was a couple years ago uh who who commented and was like oh my gosh i can't believe i finally found this short i'd seen it so many years ago i saw that one yeah and i was like oh that's so sweet they remembered it yeah that's neat and they were like were kind of looking out for it yeah, exactly. But it is it, it's an interesting phenomenon um, of how like that like a bad some when someone says something bad or just like a negative thing can so much outweigh all the positive stuff. And I think that's like that you know applies to more than just it does. filmmaking. I think you know it applies to life in general. When someone when you say something mean to somebody, I mean, and then you know like and everybody else around them might be saying wonderful supportive things. But you that they get one mean negative comment, and that really sticks with them. I mean, I got one the other day that I told you about, like mm-hmm. some, from somebody who some random person that is didn't insignificant matter and didn't to, insignificant to you at all to like, me completely, and yet it stayed with me all day, yeah. and I even brought it up to you. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, and yeah, this this like whole phenomenon. It also. Um, it it also i've heard i think the the first time i ever heard of it of like losses or or negativity like so much outweighing like the good or the positive was in the stock market actually mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm, how you're like uh you're you know losing a, a certain amount of money will affect you so much more than making that same amount of money oh yeah kind of an that interesting phenomenon sense. but um that kind of transitions transitions us into this uh our financial advice that we gave ah, uh, was it you're last welcome. week or the week before? It's like two weeks ago. We're like money mad geniuses. Right? We are money mad geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> what did we tell you guys? Two we, weeks ago, I think it was. Or three. I don't it might know. Three weeks ago. But uh, Redbox, how, what a great business that is. And mm-hmm. we needed to get into that. Uh, we needed to buy some buy shares. Some, buy some shares. We were, we, were saying, um, we were saying, I wonder if that's a publicly traded um, company. Yeah. And sure enough, it is. Um, when we talked about it, I, when we first talked about it, it was about a three, two or three dollars stock. Yeah. Um, I think as of today, it's at it's at I believe eleven dollars today. Eleven sixteen, eleven dollars and sixteen cents. Something like that. It's like something like that. Um, at one point during the week, it was up to almost eighteen dollars. Yep. So that's a lot of money clearly that so many of you listened to us yeah and went out and bought red box clearly clearly <laughs> we're moving stock we're moving stock now That's crazy <laughs> our, our 28 listeners are they're, they're really they've got a big influence i do not doubt it <laughs> i believe in our listeners and Clearly, they believe in us. It's so funny. I was actually re-listening to that episode, though, and genuinely, it sounds like Redbox is paying us. 
to say the stuff we said. I mean, they should. They should. But we genuinely sound like we're doing a commercial for Universal them. should pay us as well. Universal should pay us. I know you were telling me about that. We, oh, You had said you had a friend that said Universal should be paying us. <laughs> because we're just advertising for them. Dude, we love Universal we Studios. We love Universal. We advertise for a- like we AMC should be AMC. paying us. AMC. <laughs> Redbox should be paying us. Universal, Universal. should be paying us. Yeah. Um, I mean. And God knows any big A-list movie should be uh, paying us to be in it oh yeah they should, <laughs> they should definitely be paying up for it. <laughs> um, just put it out there <laughs> but you're welcome everyone out there who went and bought Redbox because of us um, and uh, in the future listen to our now you'll know the next thing we mentioned is just gonna plummet <laughs> <laughs> this is like predicting who's gonna win the horses it is we should like what we should do is we should create segments now, or maybe just like a financial segment where we pick a stock and we're like, this is the one we're this is it. for. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so we've been running into a couple of celebrities lately. I saw Jared Leto um, at the airport, at the Burbank airport. Um, this was like recently after he had, he had just done Dallas Buyers Club. When I saw him, that's a long time ago. It was a little bit. It was a little bit while ago. That's not recent at all. Well, how many when was that? That was like five years ago. Well, it's an interesting story, so I'm gonna tell it. All right, here we go. Um, so I saw him. He had just done Dallas Buyers Dallas Buyers Club, and um, I was so I go to the bathroom. This is before I had seen him. I go to the bathroom at the at the airport, and I'm in the stall, and I hear someone out by the sinks, and they're on the phone. And, um, and he was very upset and he was like, we're going to lose millions on this deal. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh man, there's some kind of like important person out there losing millions. That's so interesting. Um, and I didn't get to see him, but I go out and I was telling Christina, Hey, Christina, there's someone in the bathroom that's losing millions on some deal. And Christina's like, Jared Leto's here. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Um, and she said, yeah, Jared Leto's here. He just came out of the bathroom. He's over, he was over by the mag- magazines, looking at the magazines. And she said she saw him. And I was like, there's no way Jared Leto's here. And then I'm sitting down. These old ladies walk by. And they're like, oh, he was just in Dallas Buyers Club. And I was like, oh, my God, it is Jared Leto. <laughs> um, so me and Christina go up to Jared Leto. He was nice enough. He didn't... I mean, he's at an airport. We probably shouldn't have asked for a picture, but we did. Um, maybe I'll post the picture on our on our uh, Instagram page so people can see. But yeah, I uh, we got a picture with Jared Leto. Um, he, he was okay to do it. Um, he didn't really say anything other than... He just like posed for the picture. Didn't even smile. Just, <laughs> glasses on. Didn't smile. We got the picture. And then we jumped on our flight and, and left. <laughs> um, but that was the whole thing. But he was he was not a he was not a mean guy. He was like he did, he didn't like went, he didn't seem like he was not against taking a picture with us. He was just like, I mean, he lo- just lost millions on some deal, so he was in a bad mood already. So yeah, I'm in a bad mood for him. I'm in a bad mood for him. If I lost millions on a deal, I mean, I'd be way in the negative. He right clearly now. does not uh, invest in Redbox. Clearly does not invest in Redbox. You should have put those millions into Redbox. Right. <laughs> um, Mark, do you have any uh, any like celebrity stories that you want to tell? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I mean, I saw John Stamos the other day with his family. Oh, yeah? He's really nice. He's a nice guy. He said hi. You How'd know? you run into John Stamos? I was at a party. At a party. And there he was. There he was. <laughs> nice guy. Uh yeah. 
very uh, beautiful wife, you know, cute kid, you know. So nice guy generally. Yeah, very normal. I think those guys that grew up as kid actors who have then kind of transitioned into the business uh, and are still working and have basically grown up in this business, I think they're generally nice people. Like Jason Bateman. Like Jason Bateman. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel like you're right. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of those guys that kind of grew up in it somehow um, for the are most, just have created them, normal lives for themselves. Who and I think there are some that well, that, yes, that of course that that aren't good. Um, but I think that the ones that have been successful, like Stamos or Jason Bateman, I think they have worked really hard to create a, a normality Joseph to Gordon their life. Levitt. There's another one that I just feel like is a very normal guy. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I love him. Yeah. He seems like a really nice guy. And that's not the first time I've seen John Stamos. I saw him once at the Chateau Marmont, and he was in a meeting. So I didn't get to say hi to him or anything, uh, but like I was looking at him. And I got that was many, many years ago, actually. That was, boy, that was over 10 years ago, I think. He's one of those stars that you walk by and you're like, oh, my goodness. You mm. literally, you turn around and you look again because... That guy is beautiful. Like there are really? some stars that you see that you're like, whoa, that's got to be a star because they are beautiful. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's a star. And that's then you re- and then you recognize them because they're just so stunning. Right. And um and that's they have a thing. There's a thing. Sometimes. Star quality. Yeah, there's a star quality. There's a star quality there. I don't know if that comes before or after the fame sometimes i think sometimes after i think sometimes after because like okay so like think I mean, about sometimes it. it definitely comes before and then that's why you become so famous but i think sometimes it comes after so if you look at like i know you haven't watched friends yet which i don't understand i've seen some episodes of friends. how that's I mean, i've seen a lot of episodes of friends it's not my favorite show not but... yet because you haven't watched them all yet okay maybe i gotta watch them friends all. is wonderful <laughs> anyhow but if you look at courtney cox in the first few episodes of friends uh-huh. and then you look at her the second season third season fourth season yeah there's a difference yeah there's a shift and there a lot i find a lot of tv actors who became really big stars like courtney cox and so many others they do this kind of metamorphosis this evolution of their like gorgeousness yeah. like they're pretty yeah they're fine they're pretty pretty but like Suddenly they start looking like a star and it is a different thing. And I don't know if that's just having all the things did or like plastic surgery, which I don't think because they're too young, you know, but there's something, there's like a thing. I mean, I'm like thinking about like the guys from Supernatural. I like, I always feel like that show has gone on for so long, but those guys have evolved so much being in that show like they started so young on it and well, now yeah Padalecki like, came from Gilmore Girls Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles Jensen Ackles who was also on he was on Days of Our Lives previous. right so they were both on stuff um beforehand but I feel like but smaller things for them they were things for them and I feel like the evolution of Supernatural they have they just have such energies now they're just both independently so strong yeah and, well, I, it, and it does. It happens over the course of a series. Yeah. Oftentimes on, for TV actors, they do. They have this evolution of, of look yeah. that is... And energy. And energy. Energy is a big part of it. I think you're right. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, another interesting thing is, um, since we're talking about like meeting uh, celebrities we've met, not celebrities that I've met, but we have a friend, um, Jacques' sister, Jacquel. 
Aja Quell. She used to work at, I think, Staples, and she was telling me about all these celebrities that she... It was funny, like, how we love Jacquel, but she was, she was telling me <laughs> about, like, she was like, all these celebrities that I love, she was, like, dissing all of them. She was like, oh, yeah, they're just the worst person. <laughs> she was like, oh, I don't like them at all because I met them at Staples. Um, they, the, apparently, she worked at a Staples where a lot of famous people used to go. Um, I can't remember exactly. I don't want to say any of the stars because I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, they're an asshole. If oh, not no. Right. Um, but she was telling me about all these celebrities and she's we have to have her on the show one day because she's got <laughs> opinions about these celebrities. But the funny thing is, this is how Jacqueline is like she was like she made me like hate this celebrity because she was telling me the story about them. And I was like, wow, they really seem like a bad person. And then like days later, she goes, you know, actually, I'm not sure if it was them. <laughs> like, you can't you can't like ruin the image of this person in my mind and then tell me you're not sure because the first time she told me she was like yeah it, it's that person like i hate that but jacquel does that where she's like super serious about yeah. it like no it is this way and then give her a moment well now i'm not sure <laughs> she's so funny <laughs> she's hilarious she's uh, she's actually so freaking hilarious i, I love her <laughs> <laughs> quote that Movie sounds so groovy. All right, Mark, are you ready to hear this movie quote? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You're trying to kidnap what I've rightfully stolen. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I know, I it. know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Play it again for everybody else. Okay, though. yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Okay, here it is again for everyone else. You're trying to kidnap what I've rightfully stolen. Oh my gosh, I love him. So okay. first, let's start with the character name and then from... Ooh, I don't think I can do the character name. Oh, come on! I don't think I can do the character name. All right, well, I'll do the character name and you say from what? Okay. Okay? Okay. So it's Vicini from... The Princess Bride. <laughs> That's so exciting. We both got it. I know! Is this the first one we both gotten? Yes. I think so, yeah? Yeah. Oh, no, we both got Get Out. Well, yeah, right? but I was only half sure. Right, 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 right. right you know, right, right. like, and, we were... and I did the teacup and I knew, but yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know. We were both 100% sure on this. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, that's awesome. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. I do love The Princess Bride. I love it. It's such a good, do you, have you read the book? Yes, I, re- I read the book and I, well, so I saw the movie in, in the theaters in 1987 and I then read the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have always, always, always loved Robin Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, and she stars in the movie and she was from Santa Barbara which was my favorite show and so that that's why I really wanted to see that movie and thank god I really wanted to see it and then of course like you know when I was a kid I was always obsessed with something like yeah. movie wise and so I got obsessed with that um, but okay this is the thing about Princess Bride that okay so in the book so I got the paperback book and it wow. had you know uh, Carrie Ellis and, and Robin Wright on the cover of it and as you read it Princess Bride is by William Goldman and you read it, and it, there's all these italicized uh, segments where they they talk. He says that like I'm just abridging this here. It's uh, so uh, uh, you know I'm taking out the boring parts. So basically, yeah. Princess Bride, according to William Goldman, is as he's telling the story, is by S. Morgenstern, who uh, it, it, so it's an old book, and he's like abridged this whole thing. Well, but it's okay. not true. It's not. Okay, so I thought as a kid it was true. Yeah. I'm reading this book and it's a hilarious book. It's a wonderful, funny. I oh my god, read Princess Bride. It's so good. Way it's. I mean, if you can imagine it, it's way better than the movie. It's I don't it's know hard how to imagine. hard to imagine. <laughs> but 
I thought S. Morgan Stern actually had the full, like there was a full length version unabridged yeah. of The Princess Bride. And I then set out for a year trying to find this book. I called bookstores all over that's the place. Hilarious. I had What did the, they say to you? I mean, they must have known what you were talking about and been like that's ridiculous. They did not know. They so I had the the lady at the Mountain Bookshop in in Twainheart <laughs> convinced she was searching for this book for me. That's crazy. Yeah, for months. <laughs> for months. She was like, "I'm going to find this for you." <laughs> Bless that woman's heart, because I really I convinced her that this was true, and I knew, and I knew in my heart there was another version of this book, and I needed it. I was obsessed. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and then, like years later, I realized when I never found it, right? I realized, oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> it's, just a joke. it's just another William Goldman joke. Yep. And I had no idea. No joke. I had no idea. That's so funny. But yeah, we both love that film. I've got, um, on my backpack, I've got Wesley, a little Wesley doll hanging off my backpack. <laughs> um, him as the Dread Pirate. Oh, uh, Dread Pirate Roberts. I've mm-hmm. got a t-shirt that says that. Uh, I was him for Halloween when we celebrated Halloween together. You were. Yep. And uh, my best friend Billy took me on a, 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 a Princess Bride night. They did an 80s Princess Bride night. One one night in Orange County, uh, he he as a present he took me uh, to see that and like there was a whole arcade yeah. and then there was like a it's not a sing along it's a, a speak along I guess mm-hmm. like everybody was like shouting all the the, the you know the the mm-hmm. quotes and everything and and you got a like little gift pack of like all the stuff like you had a, a Wesley mask and like. You know, things like water, like, uh, I forget what the water was. Oh, hey, that doesn't remind me. But, you know, like there was a bottle of water that was for something. And I don't know. It was really fun. And like, so we love, we love Princess Bride. There's still a poster of Princess Bride in my old room back home. Like, yeah, I feel like we both agree that Princess Bride was a gift to cinema. It was a gift (laughs) And, and, and a gift to us. And speaking of gifts, I think you owe me a gift. I do. Okay, let me go get it. If it's a gift to up, please let me know. If it's a gift, you better just say so. The thing about this gift is I um, haven't wrapped it um, <laughs> because um, I didn't have time. Uh, so I'm just going to hand it to you. And yeah, you can look at it. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. okay. And go. <laughs> okay, what? But it says it's a, it's a disc. Yep. It's a CD. Yes. It's, it says it's signs. Yep. So Facebook.com slash signs album. Yeah. So it's an album. So basically what this is, is I go to Target once in a while. Uh-oh. Um, and there's a guy that stands outside Target and <laughs> he sells his album there. And um, I have a hard time saying no. So I've bought this album <laughs> three times. I've bought this album three times. No. Yep. And uh, because here's the thing. I've listened to it. And if I tell him I've already bought it, then I have to tell him that I hate it. Oh, no. So I can't tell him I've already bought it. <laughs> I have to just buy another one. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well, let's have a listen, folks. 
had second thoughts of becoming an actor, but my life didn't revolve around movies and chapters, reality was hard, stabbed my heart with the dagger, know exactly how you feel, love is a delicate factor, show you how the past could just go right past you, come on and take a hit, have a cruise with the master, we could take a really slow, go a little bit faster, tons of niggas in the hood would love to broadcast, just run, back, the side to side, and I follow up with the rhythm as we both collide, with both hands on them hips, seeing you rise, seeing you move, feeling like I'm hitting on ties, front, Side to side, and I follow up with the rhythm as we both collide with both hands on the hips. Seeing you rise, seeing you move, feeling like I'm hypnotized. Oh, I mean, actually, I kind of liked that. Yeah, I, um, you know, it's just not my style. It's just not my style. I mean, it actually has a really nice 90s, like, NWA kind of feel to it. I kind of like it. Well, I'm glad I gave it to you because it was not getting any use out of me. I like that front, <laughs> back, side, side. I do kind of like that part. I like that one part. Front, back, side, side. For a second, I like it. <laughs> like a real quick second. I think you're shortchanging this guy. He might be the next thing. Well, he's been trying to sell this album for, like, the past five years. <laughs> well, at Target, know, the right people haven't found it. Maybe we're the right people. I mean, we maybe were you're the, the right person. Maybe we were, we were the right person for Redbox. Maybe you should um, contact him and put uh, his song into your next movie. Wow, I think it could work. It could work. I honestly think you could find a place for that in a Mark Marcello movie. I think you're <laughs> right, and I don't. I'm going to take that as a compliment, even though I don't think it was meant as. Well. I think it is a compliment. <laughs> I think it is a compliment. <laughs> Well, William, thank you so much for this ever thoughtful gift. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I pray you cherish it forever. <laughs> Just wait. You, you you may get a gift very similar in size and looks to this right. soon. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. That's it for today. Oh, uh, well, actually, Mark, um, there is one more thing I have to ask you before we end today. Oh, well, okay, if you have to. Uh, who pays for porn? Oh, of, well, uh, not me. Uh, I don't either. Huh. Well, that settles that. Hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. <laughs>